Welcome to the Fit in 42 Life Podcast. Fitness, lifestyle, community, and getting better every day. Welcome back to the Fit in 42 Life Podcast. I'm Jerry Washak, and here we go. Guys, I have a really, really special treat for you today. All the way from the Strong Republic Palm Springs location, Jill Philbrook. Jill. Hi, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you today? Oh, I'm awesome. I'm really excited to to talk to you today and share your story with the world. Oh, well, thank you. I'm excited to be here. I feel like I'm in the chair of greatness. Oh, All those who came before me. Ryan's rubbing off on you. (laughs) He's crying right now. Right. (laughs) I think it's a dulce. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Jill, we're going to start off, right? I need to know, where were you born, Jill? I was born in Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, Cle- the Cleve. Is that what they call it? No. <laughs> that is not. <laughs> the land? Sea land? No. No? no just okay. pretty much Cleveland. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cleve. <laughs> um, how long were you there for? Uh, we were there. My my father got a job move to Chicago. So oh. uh, I was in Ohio for eight years, but I really grew up outside of Chicago. Oh, okay. So I'm a Midwesterner. Okay. And when did you make your way to California? It's funny you should ask that because... Oh, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to ask a lot of questions. Okay. Uh, <laughs> next month, July, it will be 30 years. What? Yeah, 30 years. So I think I'm kind of a native. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you know, the same because I'm East Coast guy. If anyone asks, I'm like, hey, I'm East Coast, obviously. And <laughs> But now I moved here when I was 21. Wow. Now I'm 40. Wow. So soon I'm going to be more California than East Coast. Right, but, right. But do you uh, relate better to Midwest? Do you feel like you are Midwest? I feel in my heart I'm a Midwesterner. Yes. What does that mean? I don't know. It means uh, I think Midwesterners are just solid, salt of the earth, good, kind, hardworking people. And we like to eat meat and dairy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel the same. East Coast. East Coast is a uh, we're nice people. Um, so 30 years, you get to California. Mm-hmm. How, how did that happen? I met a boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> always a boy. It's always a boy. <laughs> yes, I, I came out here uh, actually with, with uh, my first husband. And he got stationed up at 29 Palms, which oh. is a marine base uh, here uh, in the gotcha. Coachella Valley, well, north of the Coachella Valley. That's always yeah, a Yeah, so we came out here to uh, southern, to SoCal. <laughs> poor, poor girl, 30 years ago and 29 Palms. Right. Um, what was your first thought of 29 Palms? <laughs> <laughs> well, I came out here in April oh, to look okay. for a place to live, which of yeah. course is one of the most beautiful times of the year. Yeah. And then I uh, drove up to 29 Palms, of course, and Joshua Tree. Yeah. It wasn't all cool and swanky like it is today. No. Um, I thought there are dirt roads <laughs> and nothing as yeah. far as you can see. And so, what am I doing here? Well, a similar story. Casey was... Uh, joined the Marines and he was stationed in 29 Palms too. So hmm. he, after the Marines, he just met a girl and mm-hmm. moved to Palm Desert. I was living in Pennsylvania, 21 years old or just about, yeah, just 20. And I'm like, you know, I left college early. I'm just going to move out to, you know, California. So I did with Palm Desert because of Casey and it was because of 29 Palms. So See? Look at that. See what happened here? Yeah. We're learning. We're learning. We're, We're connecting. Learning. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, okay. Fast forward. Oh, you know what? So, you you went to high school in Chicago? I did. I okay. did. See, I'm listening. Very good. Thank Palatine. You. Palatine High School, What's home up? of the Palatine Pirates. Oh, the Palatine Pirates. Mm-hmm. And um, what were you like in high school? I think I was probably a little nerdy. Oh. Maybe. Um, I was a good student. I of followed the rules. I'm sure that's no surprise to hear. Um, I was a music and theater kid. Oh, okay. So um, did you play sports? None. Okay. Um, when there was gym class, were you the kid on the outside walking when they're like, hey guys, run the mile? Or were you actually running the mile with them? 
I was the kid walking. <laughs> I was typically the last or close to the last for being picked for the team. Um, oh, I no. to this day cannot run and dribble a basketball at the same time. Oh, wow. Cannot do it. Well, that's hard to do. Yeah. Um, what instruments were you playing? Piano. Oh, can you still play? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. such a great skill. Yeah, it's really fun. Can you play? You know what? What? Gail from our last podcast plays the drums, piano over here. I could sing, obviously. And so. <laughs> Let's start our band. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, now, we're, now we're getting somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, theater. What were some of the good plays you uh, were in? Oh, my goodness. So in high school, we would do three shows a year. One was a play, one was a variety show, and oh. one was a musical. Oh, great. So you do comedy then, too? <laughs> I, I'm multi-talented, Jerry. <laughs> Talent runs deep with awesome. me. Oh, I don't know. Death of a Salesman, that's oh, okay. it. One, uh, the musicals Bye Bye Birdie, Oklahoma, um, Brigadoon. What was your favorite one? What was the one that you feel like you killed the best? You were just like, ah, that was the best. Bye Bye Birdie. Bye -bye. I know nothing about Bye Bye Birdie. Okay. Well, my boyfriend at the time had the lead, so it was oh, pretty cool. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. I know. It's always about the boys. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, excellent. So, now, fast forward, fast forward, 29 Palms, living the life out there, <laughs> then eventually come out to Palm Desert, blah, yep. blah, blah, ish, right around the town. Now, yep. um, da, 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 da. what age did you become a client at Fit and 42 Palm? No, it was Palm Desert, right? Palm Desert. Yes. Um, yeah, and it was the, stu the place, a uh, studio out on, uh, uh, yeah. behind Hovely over there. Yeah, Mediterranean. Yeah, Mediterranean. Yeah. Um, gosh, yeah. it's been actually, hold on. It was actually a next level fitness. It was a next level yes. fitness okay. back then. Palm Desert. Yeah. I still have a next level fitness tank. Oh my God. Um, Beautiful. I started coming, it's been about six and a half years. So I was probably 48. Okay. 47, 48. Yep. And here we go, guys. Now you're getting, now we're getting into this because Jill started off as a client. Mm -hmm. And that's why I really feel her story is really impactful because she wasn't always this person, you know, maybe not the most athletic kid growing up, mm -hmm. we've learned. And so now to being a manager of the studio, head coach, doing this for a living, how did we get there? That's where I want to, that's where I want to dive into. So you're, you're, um, you're a member of 42. So why did you become a member of 42? Or next level. We're going to call it next level 42 now. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why did you become a member? Well, I joined, and I believe it was the very first ever Lean Mommy Makeover. Oh, you did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It might have been the first one ever. Okay. Um, wow, we got you with that marketing. Good. You got me Good with that us. marketing. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and I came in, and uh, Jen of uh, Palm Desert fame was one of the coaches. Oh, She's yeah. the first person that ever coached me, actually. Oh, man. I know. Were you a member of any uh, group fitness gyms before this or anything? Yes. So prior to that, I started working out and exercising more in my late 20s. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I was at Gold's Gym. Okay. But when it was Gold's Gym and did group fitness. Oh, you did? Yeah, oh, yeah. large group okay. fitness. You know, just... Uh, did you do any step... Step aerobics? Step aerobics, step aerobics, cardio workouts, you know, strength gotcha. incorporated in a large yeah, yeah. format. Then I was a runner for a while. I started oh. running. Um, I did that for a while, uh, but mostly large group classes, okay. primarily step aerobics. So Jen, you, 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 what did you think of Jen? I thought she was a pretty uh, tough, but kind. Yeah, she has that... That's sweet and sour to her, doesn't mm -hmm, she? She does. <laughs> <laughs> Same with Gail. Gail has mm -hmm. that too. The, the greats do. Um, so, all right. Then you embark on, well, well, actually, no. How were you feeling? Like, what brought you in? Like, what, as a, as a, what was your lifestyle like? How are you feeling about yourself, your confidence, your, like, what was going on? Well, I think every area needed to improve, but the motivation, of course, was weight. I wanted to lose weight. Yeah. I think that's what everybody says. Yeah. You know, and in hindsight, I was uh, pretty sluggish. Uh, I was working a lot, not taking care of my, my physical body, I was carrying more weight than I wanted to, saw this phenomenal ad for a great program, and I thought, well, 
let's try it for a month and see what happens. And I got in there and within two days knew that this is where I need to be. And did I ever coach you? I think you may have. Well, apparently I've blocked that from my memory. Right right away. That's not the answer I was going for. I was hoping. Of course. Yes, it was December 3rd. Uh, It was magical. We're going to edit that out because you're supposed to remember. Okay. That's (laughs) That's probably why I don't coach anymore. No one remembered it. It was wonderful. It was, but okay. Maybe, maybe I was just a behind the scenes guy. Um, So then you decide to do the Fit in 42 program. Mm -hmm. How did that go for you? Um, It went great. It's hard. You know, it's a hard program, but it's, there's so much support. There's, uh, you know, your heart, your heart is how how you make it right. You can choose your heart. It was hard because it put me out of my comfort zone. Mm. And uh, it was wonderful because it put me out of my comfort zone. And I just fell in love and it just opens your eyes to so much more than just physical movement. You know, you learn about nutrition, you learn about feeding your body what it needs. You, you know, you learn about how to be better at what you do and you learn that it's okay to progress and it's okay to maybe not necessarily know what you're doing, but you have an opportunity to learn and get better. That's amazing. You know, I'm going to back up right there. Um, I'm, I missed out on a big, a big part of your life. There's a lot of big parts, but you're a wonderful mother. Oh, I thank you. Yes. I am a mother. Can you tell us about that? Um, I have two young adult sons, (laughs) which is hard to imagine. They're 25 and 22. Mm -hmm. And, uh, my husband and I have, have, uh, really focused a lot during those years on raising the children and, uh, they've turns out that they're, they're pretty decent people. And I like hanging out with them. I'll give you some advice, Jerry, oh, right? If right. you raise your kids yes. and they become productive citizens and they want to come see you as adults, you did a good job. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. So I'm lucky to say that that's the case. <clears throat> My daughter likes to see me now because, um, generally I'm a little easier on her than her mother. So, um, but eventually I'll have to be hard on her somehow. My son, I'm hard on already. Um, he's six weeks and my wife is, my wife is being too protective of him. She's like, I'm like, Hey, he's got, he's just he's laying learn. around. What is he doing? Come on. It's not start contributing up. to the family. The other day. So the other day he's crying and Janice is like, are you going to get him? I'm like, he's crying. Like, he's fine. She's like, you know, you got to get him. So as a mother, did you let your child cry at all? The younger one I did, <laughs> <laughs> which explains a lot. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. no, like I'm talking not like an hour. I'm talking like a minute or two. I'm like, it's fine. But she, I think she got mad at me yesterday because I didn't pick him up. She, said, <gasps> she walked by. But yeah, I know it's a tough one. It's a tough one because you don't you don't yeah. want to see people you love yes, in distress. Shanice, you're a wonderful mother. She I, is a I wonderful mother. She is. Um, but she's. I could tell already. She's. She's going to protect that boy. And uh, we're going we're gonna to struggle with that. It's gonna yeah. Well, there's that. something about moms and sons. I don't know what it is. <laughs> He's like a little koala bear on her right now, just like <laughs> nestled on her chest. It's, yeah, it's pretty special. Okay, back. Okay. I had to put that in there about your, because that's Thank a big you. part of your life. That you're is like, a very big part really of my life. special, loving yeah. mother. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're uh, the greatest accomplishment of my life. Oh, my God. That's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> okay. So next. So now you do 42. And what's your mindset like after? So you did Lean Mommy, then you do 42. Now who's, who is Jill? Who's this new Jill? Well, I think I, I became someone who was on fire. Like I felt unstoppable. I felt like, wow, I just, I just did this thing I didn't think I could do. So what else does that mean I can do that yeah. I haven't done? Yeah. You know, and it just, uh, I'm sure as many uh f- 40 tours say, you know, becomes so much more than just the workouts, right? It's, it becomes a complete mind shift. It com- becomes, uh, starts to become a way of living, which then becomes who you are. Wow. And now, so for you, which is really awesome that to find out this love of working out and being strong and somebody who 
doesn't didn't come natural to you right mm-hmm. like it's Correct. not like 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 most of your trainers or most of the coaches and they all had some sort of athletic background and mm-hmm. they've done this and they're yeah i enjoy being physical and working out makes sense but for you to discover like strength later in life that that must have been i kind of i remember i did when i was 11 but like i could <laughs> like as a as a woman and mm-hmm. getting older and being like whoa this is really cool to be strong like it is talk about that it is it it's just it's very rewarding to know what your body can do especially when you thought it couldn't right and uh but with proper coaching you know you you find that you can do all kinds of things you couldn't do before and the fact that i'm now uh I think I'm the oldest member of the team at uh, 55. Oh, yeah. That's a great number. Double nickels. It's always good. Um, That I'm able to uh, be strong and do hard things and lift heavy weights. Uh, It just gives me a great sense of satisfaction because no one else can do that for me but me. So, so it's instilled a, a great amount of confidence. What was your driving force when you're like, I'm going all in, I'm going all in to do this. What was there, was there anything on your mind that was like your why that you could, you could uh, enlighten us on? Uh, well, first I'm a competitive person. I think a lot of us are, and I like to compete with myself. So as soon as I achieve something, I need to set another goal to achieve and, and in fitness and lifting, you're never done. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's all, I should say you're, you're, you're always striving to do something more. Mm-hmm. And so that sort of feeds my drive to conquer everything in my path. <laughs> well, I'm saying when you started, when you mm-hmm. first came to lean mommy first came, like, what mm-hmm. was like, was there, was there anything in the back of your head? Was there a moment you remember? You're like, all right, it's game time. There's no going back from here. Is there anything that like a moment, like anything that you could? Yeah. I, you know, I listened to Nicole's podcast. If you haven't, you should go back and listen yes, to it. Nicole right? Shea. Um, yes. Nicole Shea. She's and, great. and just, just going all in, I think after the, the programs and meeting the other coaches and incorporating it as part of my life, there was a moment where I thought, you know, I'm never going to not do this anymore. It just makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel strong. It makes me feel confident Yeah, and it challenges me. And, and there was just a, a time I would, you know, in, in working out and in the gym and being a member, you get, I think as, and now I see it as a coach, you see somebody who has that potential mm-hmm. and you kind of zero in on them as a coach yeah. and you don't give up yeah. and you push and you push and you push. And so I had the good fortune of coaches who did that for me. And I thought, you know what? I never want to not feel this good. And you're sure I wasn't one of those coaches. You were absolutely one of those <laughs> okay. coaches. I, I, it was January 11th. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, wow, there's so much to talk about because you found, you got fit, you made your lifestyle. You, you've, you've, what I love is you're 55 years old. There's yeah. so many women-ish around there listening to this right now that are trying to, to make this their lifestyle Mm -hmm. and you have solidified it and you're like this this is it and and it's really like a declaration of like here this is the new me because in order to do new things we have to become different people Mm -hmm. we have to evolve Mm -hmm. and you evolved from that person to who you are today and it's it's amazing and um for me to watch and see potential, like exactly what you said with potential. It, potential is amazing to see as a coach, mm-hmm. but it's also heartbreaking when you see it and you watch people squander it and and not live up to it when you're like, no, you just, you just right. keep on this path. I promise I know where you're going because mm-hmm. I was there mm-hmm. or I've seen a lot of people like you and I know exactly, but, but that's out of our control a lot of times, but as coaches, we need to guide people and try to show them the light even before they could see the light Mm -hmm. and sell the dream and sell like, Hey, this is how we're going to get there and how good you're going to feel. And, but, um, but that's, that's the, uh, 
That's the fun of being a coach. It is. And it's the fun of being the, the member receiving that, that investment from people in you. You know, I, I, uh, a very small circle of people who have invested in me. Most of those people are from 42. Oh. And, um, so not only. What do you mean invested in you? Um, you know, spent time, saw potential fed, um, vision. Mm. And I've, I've had to do that for myself most of my life. You know, of yeah. course my, my husband is, is that he's, he's my biggest cheerleader. Um, shout out to Robert, Robert, oh, yeah, you're an Robert, awesome guy. He is awesome. Super cool. Watching yeah. the history channel as we speak. Probably so. <laughs> <laughs> Researching some world war two battle in the middle of a field in France. He's a cool dude. Um, he has a cool dude. Um, but I think, you know, having, having people that can see the best of you when you don't see it mm. is life changing. And then people who can guide you towards yeah. who you can be is a gift yeah. that, that the team at 42 and strong offer. Oh, here we go. So <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Um, when did you, when did it hit you the moment you're like, I think I want to do this. It was during quest to be your best, which is a program. Of course we have at 42 where you have, uh, I believe a year and a number of things to try to accomplish to be the vet, best version of yourself. And one of those things was to come in and assistant oh, coach. Shadow. Yeah. Yeah. And shadow. So I did that. And it was at 42 when they were in Palm Springs in the small location. And we were outside because it was during COVID. Yeah. And I came in in the morning and I shadowed with coach Joel. Oh, Shout out to Joel. Wow. He's my mijolito. <laughs> and um, I was with him all morning and I helped and I thought, this is amazing. Really? And I couldn't shake that feeling. I couldn't shake how good I felt. I couldn't shake the great interaction with the members. I couldn't shake the energy. And it sat with me for a long time. <laughs> And it kept coming up like you need to, to the point where I was like, you need to pay attention that this keeps resurfacing in your head. Well, tell me like some of like the instances of like what is in your head and what was going on? Um, I think in the ensuing weeks as yeah. I'd work out, you know, I'd listen yeah. to the coaches and I'd be like, ah, I want to be there. So or, you were ah, I, want, of, I want to hold that stopwatch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want, to, I want to demo this move. So oh. you were like, so you were looking at the workouts through a different lens at that point. You're like, mm -hmm. oh, I wonder what it's like over there and doing that. And so you were, so you were kind of, you were seeing what it was like outside of client mode and you're kind of putting on your trainer goggles and mm -hmm. seeing what they're. <laughs> right. And I was trying, you know, that I think another interesting point is I never really was coached in my working out prior. Mm -hmm. I mean, group fitness and stuff, but 42 and, and strong does coaching and you begin to understand why and you begin to see how your body moves. And then you see the workouts and you're like, oh, now I see how, why we're doing it this way. Mm -hmm. And then I just wanted more. I just wanted to learn more and be more and be on the inside, so to speak, and help other people and and be that cheerleader and coach. It just, I couldn't shake it. Oh man. So, so where were you working at the time? So at that time, that was before, uh, well, before COVID, I was working for a tourism agency here oh, okay. in town. Yeah. I uh, have a 25 career year career in uh, corporate marketing, advertising, event oh, yeah. planning, and hospitality and tourism. <laughs> and, um, so I was working at the, the tourism bureau during gotcha. that time. And unfortunately with COVID, like so many other oh industries, my God, tourism, oh. yeah, um, many industries bottom <laughs> out, but tourism here in greater Palm Springs completely bottomed uh, out. A friend of mine did like a, like party, like festival, he put on festivals, like a, a lodging for festivals. Like they got oh my annihilated. Well, oh, sure. same as travel you know just mm -hmm. wow like so many so many people got put on pause and got their life right. shooken up exactly maybe for the better though maybe for the better okay. right yep. yeah so um i had done that quest while i was still 
uh, working. We were still outside, but I think it was early on. And uh, COVID hit, and it was two weeks to flatten the curve, which turned into mm-hmm. a furlough, which turned into another furlough from work, which turned into being laid off. So I got laid off. What did you think about COVID? Oh, can we? Yeah, we can. Are say we allowed to talk about that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, not knowing, not like what's your thoughts on it, but like that time you had, were, were your boys home? They eventually were home. Yeah. Um, the, so I have two sons and my husband. So at one point, the three of us, the, my sons and I had all lost our jobs. Wow. And we were all home. Yeah. But it's a pretty special time to have all together, right? Did you enjoy it? I did. You know, you can look at things yeah. as a, a blessing or a curse, right? Yeah. And And hard stuff happens in life. And losing a job I loved that I was compensated well for and the people I worked with was hard. And, um, but my kids were able to get home and they had to navigate that at a very young age and to be able to be home and go through that together and help guide them and be available was a gift at that time. And, um, and as a result, all three of us have gone in completely different directions than we ever imagined. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, yeah, it was, uh, it was weird being, uh, self-employed and, going through all that. Shanice was a hairstylist and just, but it was a tough time. It seems so long ago. Wow. So long ago. Um, Yeah. So, okay. Then you get a job mm -hmm. working for a casino. Correct. And Mm -hmm. advertising and marketing as well. Correct. Mm -hmm. And, but you're still thinking about this other thing though. You're still got your eye. uh, you're, You're looking across the room at, 42. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. So, so, yeah. So I talk about being laid off from my job when it became obvious that this was going to be going on more than two weeks to flatten the curve. Um, I thought, well, I may need, I may need to find a new skill set because it looks like there's not going to be any work in the field I've been in for most of my life. So I ended up deciding I was going to take a class at College of the Desert, COD, um, just because I had to keep my brain active. Mm-hmm. I was losing my mind being home. Yeah. And I thought, well, maybe I should take a class about fitness and working out. I love it. Who's your teacher? Was it Wendy? <laughs> Wendy was one uh, of them. Uh, Wendy was one of them. Did we talk about them. this already? Yeah, we did. We did. Not, on, not here on the podcast, oh, but yeah. Awesome. Wendy is awesome. So I ended up enrolling at COD and uh, I took two courses. One was human anatomy and introduction to kinesiology. Oh my. I have a business degree. I have no (laughs) science other than high school biology. I have 12 college credits. Oh, wow. (laughs) Well, I now have 18 at the, you know, COD community college. Everything works out. Um, So I started taking classwork there at Kinesiology and Human Mm -hmm. Anatomy, and it was fascinating. By the way, straight A's, no surprise. Oh, there we go. (laughs) But it was fascinating. Then I started interlacing that over 42 and the working out and learning about ATP regeneration and, oh and muscle development, hypertrophy and all that stuff. And I was like, it just started, it just com- made complete sense in my head. And I kept thinking about the coaching thing. I eventually got the job at the casino because I had to work. And Ryan and Dulce knew I was starting these classes and thinking about maybe doing something in fitness. And then we came up to the 42 year and a half ago. And Ryan asked me if I wanted an intern. Yes. So you were an intern, this 50-ish woman. Yeah, 53. Wow. So it's like the Greg Wolf story too. Mm -hmm. Got a good career, financially doing well, yet not fulfilled. Greg Wolf, we talked about him. Dr. Wolf, (laughs) the wolf. (laughs) Same thing. Doctor. Established career. Starts interning at a 42 gym. Like, cause wants to help people. And like, so like you're, and I know you're friends with. Yeah. We know each other. Yes. Yes. Um, so it's interesting and I love it that you were able to make that jump because even for an internship at 50 years old, Mm-hmm. What does that feel like? Because I'm yeah. sure there's people here in them 40 or 30s that are like, oh my God, I might want to change career. Blah, blah, blah. Now you're doing an internship making not probably huge money, 
Probably. I, probably. <laughs> I think it was, let me think, nothing. <laughs> Carry the one. Right. Yep, it's nothing. <laughs> but the, the heart, the heart was full. The heart was full. So, so yeah, I'm working this huge job, 60 hours a week. I'm interning oh. four or five nights a week at yeah. 42 and I'm going to COD. And by that point I signed up for, um, a personal training certification with, um, wow. NASM. So I was, I was kind of grinding for a bit there. All right. So guys, I got to fast forward this. So Jill is obviously Jill. And so we're teaching her at this moment. We're teaching her how to learn how to coach and, you know, cause there's a lot that goes into Mm -hmm. it behind the scenes, what to look for and, and then, then how to deal with people and how to, deliver the workout and how to the different personalities and then all the other stuff. So it's, it's, it's there's many layers to uh, the training. Then um, there really wasn't a spot for Jill at the Palm Desert location at 42. Mm-hmm. And we love Jill. We're like, man, there's just not a spot. Then Ryan and I are thinking about strong Republic and we're like, we're, we're, um, the reason we started Strong Republic, so you guys know, is we were booming in Palm Springs. Like Palm Springs 42 was busting at the seams because it was a small location, 1,500 square feet. And it was getting so busy that we were worried about the quality of the, the customer experience because if it's too busy, you feel crammed. And then now you're like, oh, and then you're like, I love the workout. I love the people. But I just don't feel comfortable. So we were, wor- we were worried that our success was going to be our downfall, which is like not something you think about when you're starting a business. <laughs> will I be too successful and it will fail? No, it's like, <laughs> doesn't happen. But we're like, oh crap, we better figure this out. So what happened was we just found the Cathedral City location and we just left the, uh, the Palm Springs location, the small one. But you can't, in life, you can't just say, hey, hey, landlord, take it back. No, they're <laughs> like, hey, buddy, you signed for five years. You still got to pay me. And so we still had to pay on that building. And we we're trying to rent the building out and it just wasn't renting out for there's some reasons behind the scenes with the landlord. Not our fault, but it all worked out because we had <clears throat> actually to tell you the truth. Um, Yoga six was going to rent it on day one from us. Really interesting story. And we had it all lined up. They were like going to offer a 10 year lease, the landlord drugged their feet and they just didn't and land and, and yoga six didn't even open up in the city. They left and they mm-hmm. opened up. They decided to open up uh, that cycle bar in Rancho Mirage instead. So that's what happened there. And we were like, dude, so it costs us a ton of money. And the landlord was just, and they didn't care about us landlord. Cause they're like, Hey, yeah, we'll take our time. You're still going to pay us anyway. Cause you committed to it. So it was a bummer for us. Finally, I was like, wait a second. I went to a seminar a fitness seminar. And I was like, we, we could do this as personal training brand that targets 40 plus, And it's different than 42 for the people that won't go to 42 because it's too busy and it's just, it's just too much for them, but we could do it. And then finally I went to the landlord. I was like, Nope. I got back on, um, on Monday and called the landlord. I'm like, we're going to, um, we're going to stay like, no, no, we we got to, we we want the building back. I'm like, nope, we're staying. And so that's when Strong Republic was born. And um, so Ryan, I'm like, Ryan, let's do this. He's like, let's do it. I'm like, Ryan, <laughs> it didn't take much to get Ryan on board. He doesn't take I was much like, to get hey, Ryan, what up. do you think about this? He's like, yes. I'm like, I didn't say anything yet. He's like, I would still want it. I was like, but so Ryan was like, hell yeah. And so um, I'm like, Ryan, who do we got? Who who should we run this? Who should we run? And like he's and we're thinking, and he's like. Jill. And I was like, I don't know. Right. Jill, Jill, I don't know. <laughs> Jill. I was like, wait a second. Yes. Now at first, cause, uh, cause you know, like, I don't know. Like you think like to run it, you think like a, a young dude to run like a studio. I was like, wait a second. No, that's, that's not what this is. I'm like, Jill's perfect. So it took me like, like two minutes to like go through my head and like, wait a second. That's when, <laughs> that's when this was, and then everything laid out. And this is the whole point of the podcast, right? This is went through my mind immediately right after that. And I was like, what was I thinking? So mind you, Ryan had the idea to bring, to contact Jen back for Palm Desert. And Jen is 
exploded Palm Desert to a new. And then Ryan had the idea of Jill for Palm Springs. So Ryan, you're just on fire. Ryan is fire. But what went through my head after my stupid moment of, of <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. I go, wait a second. Jill's, oh, we're just going to call her 55 because it's. It was it's true. Great. Yeah, because <laughs> it's true. She's 55. She is in incredible shape. She looks amazing. She just left a job. She's going to, well, if we get her, she's mm-hmm. going to leave her job for a new career. She's passionate. She wants to help people. She was a client five years ago with which she can relate more than these 25-year-old dudes can relate or mm-hmm. 30-year-old guys. She is the client. And now she's living the lifestyle and going to teach the client. I was like, what was I thinking? This is the most amazing thing. And so we had to <laughs> convince Jill yes. and we did. So here we are today. Here we are today. So what now here we get to meat and potatoes of this. Mm-hmm. What was it like making the jump from a, uh, to this, this fitness world as far as like leaving a, a, a career? Like you had a really um, nice, well-paying mm-hmm. job with, well, that was um, the, familiar to you. You yes. were familiar. That's where I want to get to. It, you knew the hours. You knew mm-hmm. everything. And now you're jumping into the abyss of fitness. Now you're right. really doing it. What was that like? It was absolutely <laughs> terrifying <laughs> and absolutely thrilling at the same time. I believe that if something scares you and excites you at the same time, it's exactly what you need to do. Oh, man. That's beautiful. It's true. It's true. Um, yeah, it, it was very, very scary. I obviously invested a lot of time in education because I, I'm a big proponent of education. And I needed to be educated if, if I wanted to make an industry change. And I knew in my heart that it was something I wanted to do. I couldn't see how it was going to pan out. I couldn't see how I could afford to make that change. I didn't see that it would be as successful as it's become. So sometimes you just have to take the leap and, and do, I always say, do it scared. Yeah. Just so do it scared. It was, um, as a, as someone like a leader myself to ask you to Jill, we want you to run this mm-hmm. and I think you'd be perfect for it and convince you and then know that, you know, we're, even though I'm completely confident in everything, but like it's, it's a lot of pressure on us to make, to not let you down. And so that's been always been in, in our minds, Ryan and my, our minds to be successful for you because you trusted us. And that's a lot of, um, that means a lot. And mm-hmm. that's like with Ryan and Dulce, when I went to them and I'm like, guys, I'm going to open up Palm Springs. And they're like, yeah, it sounds great, but I don't know. And then I went back and I was like, no, you don't understand. It's going to be a home run. Let's do it. And then they're like, okay, let's do it. And then they left their jobs. And so I'm like, okay, great. Here we go. Because I got to make sure like I don't let them down. And so now that's how we felt with you. Mm-hmm. And fast forward to when did we open, Jill? We opened August 1st. August 1st. I came over on July 6th. Okay. Almost uh, a year. Almost one year. So June, July, July. So to see the growth in this studio and to see the, um, the relationships built mm-hmm. and watch you and Lucero, your, your, um, co-coach over yeah. there. Who's Shout amazing. Out to Lucero. She's, she's amazing. <laughs> and Anna, we brought on, she's mm-hmm. starting and, and Anna has been a member of 42 and was the manager of 42 Palm desert for a while. And then now she's going to be coaching. So we have like, the girl squad over there. It's like the Charlie's Angels. It's amazing. Come Spice Girls. We're the Spice Girls. <laughs> Spice Girls. <laughs> and um, it's just so it's really cool to watch it all playing out as planned. And mind you, in this last year, there was a lot of bumpiness mm-hmm. to it, which which I was telling Jill, it's easier to tell her now. But I was like, I'm I'm actually kind of excited that it wasn't all just super easy because right. now we appreciate it more. <laughs> exactly. And um what was um what were some of the things you, you you learned along the way that you didn't know you were going to learn like some lessons that you know, Oh my gosh there there's so many so so making a, a a change from what you know into what you think you know 
and then what you discover you don't know (laughs) (laughs) is a big is a big jump and of course starting any new business is is a lot of work a, a lot of work and I think Part of the reason that we make the change is because you and Ryan were so passionate and confident that this was going to work and that I had the support I needed from you. That just makes me, I just have to say, who you put in your circle, who you have that surrounds you is crucial. So that's one thing I learned as you're trying something really hard. Who you have around you is very, very important. Very important. And I think uh, I learned that that I'm probably really harder on myself than anybody else. Mm-hmm. I guess that's not a learning thing. I already knew yeah. that. <laughs> um, and I, I think the thing that caught me off guard, I knew I wanted to coach, and I've got a, a, a excellent experience in operations and business management, but the people and learning the people and, and learning who they are and why they're there and what they can and can't do and investing my energy in another person. I love it, but it's a lot of energy yeah. and that caught me off guard a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, but I love it and it's, it's why we do what we do. And I, I didn't realize I could clean a 1300 square foot space so quickly and efficiently as I can. No, it's 1500. But, <laughs> 1500 you know. So okay. it's even better. It's, so even, it's bigger. even better. It's even bigger. I could do even more. <laughs> um, <laughs> then I thought, and just just learning that that as the leader of my team, my members and and my team, that uh, there's a lot you you have to uphold and think about and consider, and it's a privilege to be able to do that. That's why you're winning because you realize that like wow, like there's a big the way I feel about with you and you coming over to work for the company and now the way you feel about the members like hey they they choose to be here and like they don't have to be here and I got to show up and give myself to them and that's it's really true what you said about coaching is a lot of people don't understand that we're we're investing our our energy into people because mm-hmm. we care it's right. not a you're not just you guys aren't just beings in a room like we teach in the 42 and strong republics we teach like you should know about every person's life like we should you should look i always attribute it to this because guys everyone's seen uh terminator so don't tell me you didn't see terminator (laughs) but i attribute it to when like terminator's looking at like across the room and he sees like a person and like all of a sudden all this writing comes underneath in his eye. It's like, it tells you all about it. Like when I scan the room, I should know what your family life's like. How many kids you have? What do you do for a living? What do you like to do? What are your goals? What are the, it's like every person guys, this is what our coaches do. So they have to have that bandwidth and, and energy and care into Every single person. Yeah. There's a lot of people to do that. And then you got to know what their, what their issues are, what they're going through and what their injuries are and what they like, what they don't like all this stuff. And the great coaches, which we all have invest a lot of their, like, like their, their memory and love and like trying to make it, it, it's, it's trying to individualize, individualize the experience for a lot of people and strong Republic, there's six at a time. So it's, it's not easier, but at 42, it could be 30 plus people in an hour. And we know your name is like the most basic thing. It's like everything about you. Like what, how strong are you? What do you do when you get tired? What has your form get? What do I need to watch out for? Are you, do you think you're not strong enough? And, but are you really strong? So I got to make sure do I have to talk to you a certain way because whatever so there's so much and um so that's that was probably a huge because like i said it, it it's a it's a trade-off because we're talking about how uh challenging being a coach is but the trade-off is you could be working 60 hours for a company with with no uh appreciation and no satisfaction and no um just just um just enjoyment like training is is a grind but it's also 
it fills you up. It's really special at the same time. It's very special. And I think that's the, that's the biggest and, and biggest gift of this, this change. I thought, oh, this is going to be awesome. I get to be part of the 42 crew. I can be around these amazing, energetic, wonderful people that have changed my life. I'm going to get to change other people's lives and run this business and coach some classes. It's going to be yeah. great. And then I'm like, whoa, there's just a yeah. whole lot more so, to it than that. So Ryan and I were talking the other day because Ryan's like, dude, everyone wants to work for us in Palm Springs. Right. I was like, yeah, because you guys created Disneyland. Mm -hmm. You created the most magical studio in all the world. And... Um, and so from the outsider looking in, they're like, Oh my God, you guys just must just work out all day and right. high five and just it's so much fun. <laughs> listen to great music and Oh my God. Right. But behind the scenes guys, it's, it's a lot. It's, you know, the hours are funky, you know, they're long and, and you're training the whole hour. Like I'm not going to give a sob story. The training is, it's freaking awesome. But when you get behind the scenes and you're like, Oh, okay, right. here oh, we go. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, this exactly. is work. Okay. It's not just, uh, not just playing all day. That's strange. I thought it was a gym. I thought you just, play. <laughs> right. But, but, but what has it been like? to realize you're making a real change in people's lives. What does that feel like? You know, it's almost, it sounds hokey. It's almost indescribable. I, uh, you know, I shared with you, Jerry, last week, we, I had some feedback from three different members. I have feedback from members all the time, but three in particular last week that we've really impacted and changed their lives. And, uh, we have have a member who who had a traumatic bicycle accident a year ago and was in a walker and oh, wow. uh, after walker. you know in, as part of her recovery and she came to uh, to meet with us and was very scared didn't trust her body didn't know what she could or couldn't do and uh, I've been able to be part of watching her regain strength regain confidence. She's doing things she didn't think she could ever do again. She's gotten back on her bike, which was a big, big deal for her uh, or for uh, uh, them. And um, it was just so set. She, she did or uh, uh, they did a move in the gym that they couldn't do in the first place and started tearing up. And then I started tearing up and then the whole class is wondering what's going on. And, and they and I were just super <laughs> excited about this moment because to someone on the outside, it wouldn't have seemed like a big moment, but for them, it was a huge moment. Um, and to be part of that is so incredibly gratifying. It makes the early mornings of split shifts worth it. <laughs> Did you listen to the podcast? We talked about this. Ryan and I, I, I haven't listened it, to it yet. Uh, last, I, okay. I mentioned it, it was last week's one. Oh, sorry. And, um, yeah, it was a it was a moment of raising the arm over the head, right? Mm -hmm. Like that was back, a shoulder. Now it wasn't like I lost a hundred pounds, you changed my life. No, it was like getting confidence back to do something you might not have thought you could ever do again. And like so I was really glad to hear that story from you mm -hmm. because that that makes it all worthwhile. And then that and as you build those relationships and you're able to have more time with people you those stories compound and compound then the relationships you build people are going to come and go in our studios like 42ers some of you actually might leave the studio no. for i don't <laughs> know why i don't know why but but a few things our our mission is you we leave you with an impression that you're like that was the best experience ever I had to leave for whatever reason. Maybe it was a job. Maybe it was I moved. Maybe it was who I just, whatever. But if we did our job right, if we performed the right way, you're going to be like, we're going to be imprinted in your mind that when I'm ready, I'm going back. Like that's the way we feel about our studios. Like, hey, people are going to come and go. Life gets hectic. Life gets in the way of, of certain things. And it's understandable. But the relationships you build, like I walk almost everywhere in the Coachella Valley and I'll see people that I'm like, oh my God, what's up? I'll give them a hug because 42 and Strong Republic uh, are bit next level. From the day we started in 2006, it was about treating people the right way, 
treating people the way you want to be treated. I'm going to treat you the way I would want to be treated in every scenario and situation. And that will be my North star of how we run the company and how we teach everyone. All the managers are running. It's like, just do the right thing. Just do the right thing. And the right thing can be hard sometimes. It might be telling some clients, no, I'm sorry, we can't do that. But that's okay because that's, you have to be fair. But, but the right thing is like, you have to be able to look at yourself and be like, my heart's in the right spot. Yeah, mm -hmm. this is good. And I know that that's how Jill as a manager is her studio and every other manager and in Texas even, I just know what's going on at all the 42 universe because our foundation is built on just do the right thing, be nice to people and let's do this fitness thing and get people to be happy again and feel good about themselves. Right. Charles Schultz has a museum up in central, North central California. And, uh, we took a, we took a road trip once with the kids a number of years ago, stopped there. And there was a quote on the wall that he said, you never want to do business with people you don't want to be friends with. Oh, that's good. And it's that's true. So true. It's true. And that's yeah. not only your, your coworkers, right. Um, yeah. but the people you interact with every single day. And I, I believe mm -hmm. that we all, the, the energy we bring, to our studios is the energy we get back. Mm. And when we bring our best, what we get back is the best. And it's amazing. You're so cool. <laughs> Gosh, you're just the oh, best. That's true. Um, okay. Okay. So it's been five, six years now. You're super fit. This is who you are. Mm -hmm. You've changed the game for yourself. Mm -hmm. You have, or you've evolved into somebody that is, this is just Jill. This Go is ahead. you. Mm -hmm. Help some people out. Like give them some of what, what, what helped you make this change in your life, this permanent change. Like I, what I mean by permanent guys is like, I'm going to speak for myself or I'm going to speak for Jill. I'm going to speak for both of us. It's like, actually, I'll speak for myself. If, I, <laughs> if tomorrow, if tomorrow I got the flu for two weeks, I would, in two or three weeks, I'd be back. I'd be walking. I'd be eating good. I'd be working out again. Like, whatever happened, this is who I am. This is just what I do. This is my life. Like, like, I know it sounds cliche and stupid, but I wouldn't get sick for two weeks and stop brushing my teeth and just be like, ah, oh, I'm just not motivated anymore. I'm not gonna brush my teeth anymore. Right. Just, right. you know, someday. Like, it's just, none of, none of you think about brushing your teeth. It's just what you do. And that's how I feel about this lifestyle. Like, I, I enjoy eating well. I enjoy it. I, I know what it's like not to. I've, I've gotten away with eating crappy in my life and not really, but it didn't make me feel good. And now, and now I just like feeling a certain way. So this is who I am. But so like Jill, like speak to that. Like how, what can you, since it was relatively recent in a few years mm -hmm. that you've become this person. So could you help us guide us a little bit? Well, as you were talking, two, two things come to mind. And the first is, is something I, I'll tell our members is don't do it twice. Meaning if you have a, a day that maybe your nutrition wasn't great, don't do it the second day. If you miss one workout, Ooh, don't miss the second workout. That's a small, actionable step and one that I incorporated because there's some days you're just going to miss a workout. Of course. Right? You, yeah. you, you, something comes up with the kids or, or you, you, know, you have a doctor appointment or you get held over at work. Life happens, right? Mm -hmm. Just don't do it twice. Just make sure you get back the next time you plan to work out. Make sure you get back on track. It may not be the next day. You had a bad, uh, or not bad, a, a morning that maybe you didn't make the best choices in what you eat. Have a good dinner. Yeah. Just don't do it twice. So that was a simple thing I, I incorporated when I finally got it. I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to skip two. <laughs> I love it. It's simple. Um, and another one too is small decisions. We've talked about that, right? The bamboo plant, or, or I guess that's a different, that's a more time, time-based analogy, but making small micro decisions every day. When you look back, like now I look back Six and a half years ago in my early 50s, 
If you told me I'd end up making a career change, that I would be the fittest I've ever been, I've, you'll do three Spartan races, mm-hmm. your first one at 50. That, this is crazy. That never yeah. would have happened. Yeah. But it's those little changes every day, whether it's, you know, you know what, instead of getting fast food tonight, I'm going to eat a salad with a chicken breast. It's that simple. Yeah. I don't want to go work out today. I'm not feeling it. Just go. I yeah. promise. I promise you're going to feel better <laughs> <laughs> afterwards and, yeah. and just little decisions. So, uh, re reading, you know, improving, learning something new, improving your mindset. When you think we talk about this, right. When, with our book of the month, the thought of like sitting down and reading a whole book is way too overwhelming for mm-hmm. me. And it's true. Yeah. It's for most of our members. you got families, you got kids, you got work, you got all this stuff. Okay. 10 pages a day. That's it. It's eight minutes or 10 minutes. Yeah. Maybe 15 for you, Jerry. Yeah. Just wow. <laughs> you know, so those, Whoa, sorry. Pictures. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think just making those little decisions and then sticking with them. Okay. So you're drinking soda every day. I have a, I have a member that would get two, two Jamba juices, but like sugar filled a day. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well let's try Let's try one. Yeah. Let's go to one, one a day for a week. Mm-hmm. And then next week, do every other day, you know, just those little decisions. You don't have to rip off the whole bandaid and all of a sudden work out every day and, and nutrition yeah. on point hundred percent of the time. Just start with something. And I promise, I always say time, discipline, consistency, that gets you where you need to be. Time, discipline, discipline and consistency. And you'll get there. I promise you'll get there. That was so good. Jill, you're awesome. Thank you. Jill, I'm going to, you know, I know you're going to promote this to all your Strong Republic people because they better be supporting you. Do you want to say anything to your Strong Republic people right now? They're the best. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's sort of like your your favorite child. Someone asks you who your favorite child is. They're all my favorite. And they are. Every single one is my favorite for a different oh reason. The the Strong team, you know, our 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 business wouldn't be. Yeah. Without them. Well, and they make my life happy every day and I'll be eternally grateful for that. Oh, here we go. Um, (laughs) that's Jill. I am very, very, very extremely proud of you and what you've accomplished because it hasn't been easy this last year. And to see just that obviously everyone you hear how she speaks and the, time discipline consistency and don't do it twice like it's like this is who to see the growth in you to Mm -hmm. become this person it's it should give everyone listening that's really trying to change like it should be it should give them hope because even though jill's so great of a person but like she, she just decided and and just kept at it and small consistent things mm-hmm. got her to today and she's yeah. 55 years old like right. and it's amazing and like yeah. you're 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 proving to people that's why i love you you coaching at strong you're proving to people that i could do this like like just because i'm in my 50s does not mean i gotta hang it up now i can get I better know. i can get better right. and to watch you become this leader and and it's been so enjoyable and Ryan and I talk all the time. And just <laughs> last week, we were having the greatest time when Jill, when Jill voice, voice texts us oh. in the middle of the day. I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. And she <laughs> was just so her. happy. It was yeah. like of the, the experiences she had with her three members that they all had really great experiences and they all had their changes and they were, and she was feeling the love. And you guys, like, I wanted you to feel the love from Jill today. You could understand why she's successful and, um, and, and has a great life because of her mindset and her sweet care and attention and love. And so the strong Republic members are lucky to have you. And I'm really glad that, um, I'm really glad this all, it all came together like it did. Yeah, me too. And it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. It's only up from here. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And you know, once we hit a hundred members of Strong Republic, we're closing the shop and they're going to be locked in and it's just going to be a hundred of Jill's little kids. Just I know, a <laughs> hundred of my favorites. <laughs> well, Jill, thank you so much. Do you have any parting words for anybody out there or to anyone? <laughs> to, to anyone no, anywhere in the I world? Mean, the people listening, not like friends. Um, trust your coaches. 
And then you'll trust yourself. Oh my God. That's it. I can't say anymore. That was amazing. See you guys. Guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Fit and 42 Life. You know, we all have people in our lives that we really want to help change, but they just don't listen to us. But maybe you can send them this episode and that would be all they need to help change and really make an impact on them. You know, thank you so much for all the support we've been getting from you guys. And remember, keep living the Fit and 42 life.